Hey, this is Katrina McRae with Vive Church. Welcome to our podcast. This message is from our Easter Sunday service. Pastor Adam digs into the concept of paradise and the redemptive power of grace. It's a timely message. I should note that this was recorded on location while Pastor Adam and the team were traveling just before shelter in place was ordered in California. It's worth catching the full video of this message, which you can find on our YouTube channel. Before we jump in, we wanna remind you that While we're not meeting physically for services in the season at any of our locations, we are still gathering online every Sunday as a global church. Visit vivechurch.org for more details. We hope this message blesses you and speaks directly to you. Here's Pastor Adam. Let me ask, have you ever been lost for words? I'm talking about being in a specific situation where you needed a certain articulation of words, but No matter how hard you try, you couldn't just find the right words to say. And maybe it was because of the pressure of that situation, or maybe it was only your own stupid, frustrating inability to even speak, but you just can't get the sentence together. Yeah, that was me when it came to the time to ask my father-in-law to marry Kira. You see, I had made sure I set everything up. I was planned. I'd planned the breakfast. I'd planned his calendar. I even planned and made sure I had enough money to pay for the meal because I knew this, that if I couldn't afford the meal, there was no way I was going to be able to provide for his daughter. However, what I forgot to prepare for was what I was going to say. I didn't even think of the sentence structure or the script going into the meeting. And I remember being in that, in that meeting over breakfast and we're having small talk. And right when it came to the time to ask the question, I completely blanked. I didn't know what to say or how to say it. And I can remember fumbling through this sentence and even putting out there, would it be okay if I married your daughter? To which he responded, are you asking my permission? And that wasn't what I was trying to do. I wasn't asking his permission, but, but I didn't know what to say. And I, could, I know he could see the fear in my face. He could see the intrepidation. So he helped me out. And he said, let me help you. I give you my blessing. You see, I feel like we've got a similar situation in Scripture. Maybe not in a request for marriage, but certainly in a request for life, hope, and salvation. You see, in Luke chapter 23, we have the recording of Jesus' crucifixion. Luke tells us that he was falsely accused and he was wrongfully tried. And now we have Jesus being sentenced to be crucified. And Luke records that they hung Jesus on the cross in between two criminals. And there was a conversation that takes place while on the cross, a very unique conversation that I feel is going to frame our Resurrection Sunday. See, let me show it to you. It's in Luke chapter 23 and verse 32. It says, Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to the place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross. And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Verse 39, one of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed. So if you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you'll be with me in paradise. What a fascinating conversation we have here. And what I want to suggest to you is potentially, in my opinion, one of the greatest articulations of the gospel message in all of Scripture. And it happened between Jesus and a criminal. 
You see, as they're hanging there on this cross, this is a picture of contrast. You've got Jesus completely innocent, falsely accused, hanging there holy, righteous, fulfilling His mission. And you've got a criminal guilty as charged and also aware of all of his own sin and all of his own wrongs. And in that moment, not knowing the words to say, not probably even having planned for this moment, but in his last moment of desperation, I feel gives quite an elementary appeal, almost a vague appeal. He says, Jesus, remember me when? And to his vague appeal, we see Jesus give a very accurate and precise response. He says, today you'll be with me in paradise. And I want to suggest to you that Jesus was not talking about chronology when He said today, but theology, talking about the idea of beyond time, but in this moment, because He introduces this idea of paradise. You see, paradise is essentially Jesus' mission. His mission was to restore paradise to us. You know, to fully understand this concept of paradise, we need to go all the way back to where paradise was lost. See, in Genesis, it gives us a picture of creation. The Bible says that God made man from the dust of the earth and from man, He made woman and He called man Adam and He called woman Eve and He placed them in a garden called Eden. And this garden was paradise, not only because they could freely eat from any fruit from any tree or because the weather was so sublime or perfect, but because this garden was a picture of perfect relationship with Jesus. In the Bible, it says in this garden, they were naked and they felt no shame because there was no shame. There was no guilt. There was no condemnation. There was perfect relationship with Jesus. There was divine purpose and they were complete lacking nothing. It was paradise. And this is actually what you and I were created for too. See, we were created for this kind of relationship with God. We were created for paradise. And what we see in the Bible is that they were in paradise until sin entered the scene. And from that moment, they were forced to leave the garden and they had to substitute that perfect setting for barrenness. The Bible says that they had to work the land and the land was cursed. No longer could they enjoy the garden, the paradise, the setting, the shade, the streams. Instead, they had to work the dry land by the sweat of their brow. And now they had to navigate the thistles and the thorns and they had to work in the dust. And it was sin that pushed us out of the garden. We were made for the garden, but because of Adam's sin, we no longer could be in the garden. But before you go ahead and get mad at Adam for pushing us out of the garden, it's actually our sin that keeps us out of paradise. In fact, what I need to tell you, and this is an important aspect of the conversation that we see on the cross with Jesus, is that this criminal, he understood we deserve this. That is so powerful, that understanding, that sentence right there that we deserve to die for our crimes. And unless we ever understand fully the weight of our own sin, we will miss the whole mission of what Jesus came to achieve, which was actually to restore paradise. And I like the way Paul articulates the mission of Jesus in his letters to the Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians, it says this in chapter 5, verse 21, it says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. Now that's a big word, but really righteousness simply means right standing with God. And God's plan in sending Jesus to go to the cross, to, to take our sin for us, to be sin for us, was to bring us back into right standing with Him, to give us access back in to paradise that was lost because of sin. And even last Sunday, as we celebrated Palm Sunday, we get a clear picture of Jesus' mission. 
For us, as they were laying palm leaves down before Him, it was a picture of paradise for us and a reminder of Jesus of what He was actually going to be on the cross. He was bringing paradise back. And this is what we're celebrating on Easter Sunday, on Resurrection Sunday. The fact that God is restoring for us what Adam lost for us. You see, and as Adam came out of the ground, Jesus had to go into the ground. And as Adam was forced to step out of the garden, our sin forced Jesus to step into the grave. Maybe I could describe it like this. Jesus entered the grave so we could enter back into the garden. The garden being that picture of paradise. You see, as this criminal was hanging there, he didn't know the words to say, but could only muster up, remember me. I mean, this wasn't even a poetic sentence or even the religious way to do it. It wasn't the right words, but really all the words that he could think of in that moment. And he says, remember me, to which Jesus replies today. Now, Jesus wasn't talking about a 24-hour timeline. He wasn't saying, hey man, hang on, because tomorrow is Resurrection Sunday. But what he was doing is he was revealing this criminal's proximity to paradise. In other words, he was saying he was on the very edge of paradise. You see, the criminal in that moment, he realized all he'd done in saying we deserve this, he had realized how far he had wandered from where he was meant to be. But Jesus said, and even in fact, Jesus said this, when he raised Lazarus from the dead, he said to Mary, I am the resurrection and the life. And he was revealing to this criminal and to us that paradise is not a place we go to when we die, but paradise is a person that we experience here on earth. And I'm gonna tell you this, it doesn't matter how far you have wandered in this life, you are only ever one step away from paradise because paradise has been pursuing you. Paradise is not that place we go to when we die. Paradise is something that we experience here on earth. And this is what Jesus went to the cross for us. And this is the message that Jesus preached. Whether He preached it in the Lord's Prayer or the Sermon on the Mount, He said, God, talking about God's will and His kingdom, He said, as it is in heaven, let it be so on earth. And that's our mission too, believe it or not. Our mission as believers is to continue and extend this mission that it's not just about what happens when you die, but how we live here on earth, that God wants us to walk in paradise. What does that mean? It means perfect relationship with Jesus, to walk in grace, to understand that the weight and the gravity of our sin, that we deserve this, but that Jesus took that sin for us and He is inviting us today into paradise. And you might be thinking like this criminal, man, I have wandered a far away from paradise. I'm not even close. But Jesus wants to remind you, you're closer than you think. In fact, I wanna tell you, you're on the very edge of paradise today. And I believe Jesus is extending that invitation to say today could be the day. Today is the moment where you could step into paradise, that perfect relationship with Jesus, receiving His grace for your sin. And it doesn't even require a perfect articulation of words, doesn't require the most eloquent sentence structure. Even the basic sentence, Jesus, remember me, is all that Jesus needs to respond to your request. And I believe He's saying today is the day of paradise. We're on the edge, people. Would you step in?
Hey, I hope you were blessed by that message. We release new content every single week here at Vive Church. And so if you don't wanna miss any of it, I would encourage you, go ahead and subscribe. Also visit our website, vivechurch.org to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the life of Vive Church. God bless you.